0: All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to an early edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth. And um, happy July 4th to all you Americans out there. How's it going, Zareth? Oh, I'm I'm doing well, solo, kind
1: of. My opponent still hasn't attacked yet. We're in the middle of <laughs> middle of the GAC round and uh, my opponent hasn't attacked. He has watched my stream. So um <laughs> He, said he had time for that at least, so that. Well, you know, better.
0: priorities, right? Priorities. Right. Well,
1: I mean, my stream—I have to admit, my stream is more important than any individual person's GAC attacks. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh,
0: um, real quick, Tilo with the raid. Thank you, Tilo. Hopefully, hopefully your stream went well, and um, yeah, this is probably going to be an abbreviated edition of the podcast, which means it's going to go on for three hours. Uh, because (laughs) of Independence Day Uh, and we have we have fingers to blow off etc etc not ours somebody else's just aim the firework at them Um, right right yeah Yeah, I know I'm like
1: I'm like when when is a good time for me to start giving fireworks to my children (laughs) and my wife's answer is probably something along the lines of when they're like 30 or something you know yeah uh, but I, I distinctly remember, like, the fur I remember being like so amazed at uh, the healing properties of of like the aloe vera plant after I I had held the firecracker for too long and it exploded in my fingers and it was all <laughs> it was all in pain and I, I think I was like four or something. Oh God. <laughs> Four or five, so, you know, and, like, people were, like, gliding them and throwing them, and I yeah. just didn't have, like, the coordination to do it well, and I just thought it you know, it was a great learning experience, because my aunt had a plant, you know, an aloe vera plant, and she just, like, cut it in half, and she's, like, rubbing it on there, I was like, wow, that's just crazy, a plant does that?
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. it was about three years ago, I was, uh, probably a little more, I was at my friend's house, and his father was setting off, you know, the fireworks normal people are not supposed to have, and then the launcher tipped over and it flew right through his screen door and into his kitchen. <laughs> um, and oh, that gosh. is why I will never set them off at my house. Everybody was fine. Um, the kitchen was much, much less fine.
1: <laughs> Dear Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just have to, the thing that drives me a little crazy is people setting them off in the middle of the night, just, just to yeah. be obnoxious, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's like, if you set them off at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, right. When it gets dark, like, ah, that's cool. Have fun. I had people last night at one 30 in the morning, setting them off. Like you're assholes and drunk.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. We, I I was making a video the other day and uh, yeah, someone set it off at like 3 AM my time, which uh, granted, I probably shouldn't have been awake that at that point, but The thing is, it was so loud that I would have been awake at that time anyways. Yeah. it woke everyone up. Like, car alarms went off. It was, I was like, geez, was that an explosive or a firework? Right. Right. Well, anyways, yeah, I assume that your dog, your dogs hate this day.
0: Oh, yes. They they love every second of it. Last night, my dog was, so normally the dog, like, because I was at the computer, you know, obviously for the stream. Normally, the dog's, like, chilling over on the couch, happy that he can take up the entire couch. Um, nope, he was, like, curled in a ball under the desk as I was streaming last night. Oh, man. And I'm sure, I'm sure tonight will be exactly the same. <sighs> but that's enough talk about not the game. Let's talk about the game so that we can actually go do not the game. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the fireworks with my boys, which is why we're doing it this early. So let's actually do it this early, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, let's actually do it. All right. Um, So 5v5, week two, a couple things changed in week two. One is um, Grand Inquisitor came this week. It's It feels like he's been here so long. It was literally just this week that he came to the GAC boards. Yeah, and I've then, had to,
1: I've had to beat two of the two of his teams.
0: Yep. And then um I mean the second week a datacrons came and the second week saw a big a big expansion over what people had the first week. Because first week everybody was just kind of like testing the waters. You know, there was a couple right. of level nines out there. This week was different. Um, so I mean, you talked about it a little bit on your stream last night as well, but how do you feel this week now going against the Datacrons?
1: Well, I mean, there, there's a certain part of me that's just always going to, no matter if I like Datacrons, end up like Datacrons a lot or not, is, is always just going to be like stupid things that I have to learn new things <laughs> about. Like, there's just a, a certain inevitability to that, <clears throat> but yeah. I don't know that I have been enjoying the idea of having that tactical flexibility and really, you know, uh, have, having everything shift every once in a while. I, I don't know how it's going to feel. Like, so right now we have a few teams that are changing things. You know, General Skywalker changes a little, things a little bit. We have, you know, Ray teams, uh, Jedi Master Luke teams on offense, and Jedi Master Kenobi teams. Those are basically the ones that, that you really have to look out for. I guess I guess Inquisitor teams and yeah. and lord vader to some degree okay so so i guess i guess there's like five teams or, or something like that <laughs> and, and you know other teams are also impacted by it i mean my opponent last night had a crazy high potency team uh you know datacron level eight datacron on just regular bounty hunters and his boba fett had over 400k health <laughs> oh, yeah you know like like so there's, there's, there's just the random impacts. And, you know, of course you can get Ivan Versio's team up like, Hey, you, you don't have enough to stun Wampa. You don't have enough potency, like have 200 potency, you know, like that. I've seen that a few times Uh, that, that being said, so all of this stuff, I'm like, okay, I I can be versatile. I can, you know, adapt. We can, we can figure this stuff out. I don't know how I'm going to feel next season when we, we double the number of crazy teams yeah I'm just not sure like right now it's a lot to deal with next month. It doesn't diminish it just escalates so I don't know I, I have been enjoying it. It's been a little little um i don't know a little weird for like I, I just don't know if if I'm going to turn into a curmudgeon again pretty soon or not <laughs> what about you solo you you've been it seems like you've been enjoying them
0: um i I have been. I, I have my complaints with them still stand the same in that, you know, I don't want I don't like them in territory wars because we're about to enter a week of territory wars that's basically the wild wild west. Um, I don't like their UI in being able to sort them, find them, label them, etc. Like that's just straight garbage. I'm having a lot of fun playing with them. And I do know that they're going to lead to a couple of just losses. Like, I'm just going to lose a couple of times. Like, that's that's how it's going to go. Um, but on the other hand, they're giving me, they're also giving me wins. Um, like, <clears throat> Grievous against EP Starkiller, With a Datacron that just adds 50% potency, like made it easy mode for me on offense. Like that was fantastic. And it was literally a level two Datacron just made that counter so much easier for me. Um, So, Mm -hmm. like that, that's a lot of fun. Using JML with Ayla against their Jedi Master Kadobi is a ton of fun. Um, I have. I have big things planned for next week that I can't put out there yet that I'm very excited to try. Um, so they're helping to not keep the game boring because like the strategy part for me was exciting, trying to plan around your opponent. I, I don't, I will never get bored of that. Um, I could do that every day for the you know rest of my life. But the using the same old counters and seeing the same exact defense, like six out of 12 times that just got boring to me. So I'm, I'm glad that they're doing something to switch it up now. Yeah, I hear you. I mean,
1: <clears throat> I, I didn't feel that same level up. Like I, I tend to be fine with, with the, those interactions. Like we were talking about on my stream last night, we we're talking about chess and not, not that it's a perfect parallel, really. Even though they're both like kind of strategy games and stuff, I mean, th- th- they are just the the very nature of them are pretty different. Uh, right. Like, I can't, uh, I can't imagine, the, like, you know, the the chess community being okay with someone releasing something. They're like, hey, um, queens can move like knights now for the next three months. You know, but, <laughs> like, so some random, you know, like buy this pack and you you can do it too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know like in the chess community it's you know it's such a thriving huge community like that even though the game hasn't changed like the rules haven't changed for a really long time you know people can be okay with with like that same you know you could call a stagnant rule set but it it still has a lot of a lot of variety and versatility And that's kind of how i felt about the old gac i don't necessarily think that this is bad um I think it it's going to be very interesting, though. I mean, I just saw a screenshot of, what was it, Asop, who has, like,
0: five level nines <laughs> right now? Aesop is in another world, yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so I, I could imagine at the end of, you know, season three of this cycle, and I'm like, hey, I, I have, like, somewhere between five and six level nines, um, and he's got 15 I imagine that it might, you know. I guess, you know, maybe I have to put up, put, put away my set aside my aspirations for top 50. I, I'm not sure. We'll just have to see if, if Datacrons can, can actually get you to the point where you just don't have to, you know, like really worry about anyone beyond the top 50, which I think in a way is what CG is going for. I mean, uh, people like that to buy the advantage. And, I don't necessarily think that that's wrong. I mean.
0: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't either, uh, quite frankly. Because um, there has always been a way to buy the advantage. Like, in the game, right. there there mm-hmm. always has been, and there will be until the day we die. Um, and, like, my second round this week, it was up against the guy with 60 data crown levels, which I had, I have 54. So, but even if we didn't have the datacrons, he had a ton more mods and he had a million and a half GP over me. Like he's, he's already bought the advantage. The datacrons were just, you know, an icing on the cake type of thing. Um, So I, I'm okay yeah. if they want to buy the advantage and it's not just buying the advantage. Like I, you know, I know Aesop. We uh, obviously we both do, and he's a good dude. And he, not only does he spend, but he grinds the crap out of conquest. <laughs> like he puts his time into it as well.
1: Well, I, I think that for me like I was thinking about that last night actually uh, I, I'm planning on to talk about it in a later video uh, as well, which obviously I'll talk about it here though too. Um, I, I I was thinking about that about the grinding the conquest thing and <clears throat> like that that's a huge part of why he had why he, why he would have five and like I, I don't begrudge him that and he's also a, a really good player just on top of right. all of that so yes. so like when, when I talk about buying wins he's actually not someone I would call buying a win like <laughs> no he is not he's he's definitely keeping competitive you know there, there is absolutely that aspect to it but <clears throat> um, otherwise he's uh yeah like I don't know if I have time to grind <laughs> conquest that much like I I don't and further, I don't know if I want to like that, that is boring as hell, even if I did have time, I don't want to have to just keep doing that. And I know that you like to just like set things on auto or, oh, yeah. you know, like you, you do this. And yet for me, that's still stressful trying to have to like monitor, you know, somewhere in the corner of my mind, like, oh, my phone, I got to, you know, put this on auto. I got to hit the buttons, hit the button, hit the button. Okay. Set it aside. Okay. Wait for a couple minutes, you know, like rinse, repeat. It's, it's just a lot. And I, I don't know if I want to have to do that half of the time I'm playing the game. Like that, that's two weeks of conquest that I have to just do that over and over and over again for a long time. I, yeah. To me, to me, even with auto, that, that doesn't seem fun. If, if they had a SIM button, like we've been talking about, that would be a totally different matter. And yeah. i will probably end up wailing on, on data crons too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I do it. I, I, I put all my, you know, you get the red crate you put on the debuff heavy discs with like thermals and caustic emissions and you go in basically with any team and hit auto um it's not fun i do it i'm doing it for a very specific reason none of which is fun but um you know it's like you said it a lot of people won't enjoy doing that and so they're not going to and that's perfectly fine <laughs> you know um well, like, it's fine
1: until until i come up against someone who does and i'm like well right you know, well what, that, that, yeah. that feels bad i'm not i'm not saying yes. that you know if they put the time sure. in that they probably earned it or whatever it, it just it it doesn't feel good when you're like well
0: yeah no one of sure. the things i do like <clears throat> and it, i'm actually shocked by it right now for being honest is there hasn't been a pack yet. Um, so these people aren't spent, aren't just spending money. It's not like because a lot of times what happens is people will spend money to avoid the time in game. Essentially. That's not really what's going on. Like I like how CG has said, okay, yeah, you want, you want the advantage you're going to spend money but you're also gonna be in the game. So you have to work for it. It's not just like the, you know, the lazy whale that people like to complain about. Um, They're at least making people work for it as well. Sure. Uh,
1: This is very interesting too for me because I'm not like, uh, so I'm in this really weird place where I have a level eight Datacron. I would love to get it to nine before lock, but I don't think I'm gonna have an option to do that. Actually, like uh, there's all of my store stuff is is yeah. uh, unavailable. Like I, I can't I can't buy that. Like I need I need Mark II, Acumen, and I just don't have it. Like it's not available. Right. There's there's not a way for me to get Mark II Acumen. I even got the Mark II Acumen for ally points, even though. I've said it's a terrible deal. I still got that, and I'm still a little bit short. And I like there's no pack available. There's nothing in the stores. Right. There's not, There's nothing I could grind to be able to get there. Like I, I'm just, I'm just up a creek. Like there's there's no option yeah. here. Yeah. Um, which I, <laughs> I don't love that.
0: <clears throat> <laughs> well, yeah. It, it that literally is the mechanic that if you don't grind conquest. That's how you fall behind, right there. Um, which is the interesting part because once when conquest is going, you just put an extra, you know, hundred refresh or whatever in, and you can grind the piece you need. The second conquest ends, like you're praying for territory war <laughs> you know, because um, the store the store is very limited in what it has, um, so. You know, it, you're stuck hoping for the Territory War win. So you brought up something, though, that I was going to ask you about. Mm. Uh, because, uh, I mean, it was probably only a week and a half ago. You said you shouldn't use ally points on on Datacrons. And do you still feel that way?
1: I still think it's a terrible deal. Oh. I... Shard shop shard store Currency.
0: I I actually disagree to some extent here. This is why I wanted to bring it up because now that we've seen it in action, I think, I'm not saying go spend 100K shard shop or um, ally points every week, but in fact, this week, I, I only spent 25K ally points. Um, I think that it's not that bad of an investment to spend 25k ally points for 25 of the mark two, or, um, you know, 25 of the, the reroll materials. Like, I I don't think that that's a bad investment for for people that are free, free to play. If you have crystals and you're willing to spend money, I'd say spend money on the crystals first, because actually crystal wise, it's not, it's not a bad, um, "Quote unquote investment option to purchase in the store, uh, but I think free to play. The Allied points actually isn't a bad way there. I just
1: think that if if you can get an auto clicker and turn them into shard store currency, like you're going to get better value for those Allied points. Like those Allied points are essentially just unrefined shard store currency." and yeah so if you have the if you're free to play you can still get an auto clicker you can turn it into that and I guess that that's the thing is it was for me it was it's like a matter of convenience I'm like man I need I need the acumen too I need to get that but I just I think that I think that long term it's it's going to be potentially pretty painful for um, for people to be able to like I I think that you're you're kind of You're kind of, I don't know, hurting yourself just a little bit trying to do that unless it like, unless you, unless you need that boost, I I don't know.
0: Yeah, I also do think it depends on where you are in the game. If I was a growing account, um, I probably wouldn't spend the allied points. If I was like an 8 million account though. And I have, you know, I had all the GLs already, and they still haven't made an announcement on another one. And now I'm just building out teams. I would probably start spending my ally points as well because I did the math. Um, I get roughly 100k ally points per week, so I could very easily buy all the Mark One, all the Mark Two, and the Mark Two uh, ability rerolls every week. And, you know, just use it on that store. Um, if right. I was a 4 million GP account, though, and I need gear left and right for every single team, I, I do agree that I wouldn't spend it in that spot. But where we are, I, um, I don't mind having extra data crowns <laughs> where we are over, you know, I, I think like 25K, ally points usually for me turns into about 2000 shard shop currency so like an extra datacron at level three or what six 24 furnace pieces you know that that's roughly the trade-off for me
1: sure well if, if i guess the question in my mind and um i i don't know i don't know exactly what what this turns into but like the The question is: Are you shooting yourself in the foot uh, long term? Because, like, if you're not able to replenish your shard store currency at, at a very like at nearly the fat as fast a rate because you don't have the ally points, um, sure, you know, then, then you're not able to shard, spend shard store currency on on the datacrons either. So,
0: yeah, I I think it's I think it's probably very dependent on. Where you are in the game and what your investment level in the game is, as well. Um, sure, because I get 100k shard shop or uh, ally points because I triple refresh every single energy. Um, not everybody does that as well, right? Yeah, Uh,
1: gosh, well geez we're uh we're actually very close we're, uh, we're gonna get malgas here pretty soon aren't we
0: uh yeah we're three weeks away from malgas crazy man <laughs> yeah um it's hmm. it, it is It it's got i'm i just started saving the gear for him like i know other people already have it saved but we have three weeks so i can i can get there um
1: Man, my alt is in such a weird place right now because I'm on I'm on the edge of getting Star Killer unlocked, and like, <laughs> oh,
0: I, that's yeah.
1: <laughs> but, like Talon, Talon is my last farm, and she is she's over the one, or she's like less than a hundred shards away. So you know, yeah. it's... And I, I'm doing triple refreshes in, in Cantina, like it's it's imminent. It's gonna happen pretty soon, and right. And once I get her unlocked, like. The question being, I'll uh, also, because of Sarah's awesome I- intervention in that account, uh, I'm also going to be getting Malgus unlocked at the same time. <laughs> and I, I don't know. My, my main account could barely handle that. My, my mostly free to play alt account it, like can't handle that like gearing of that magnitude.
0: Malgus is expensive. <laughs> like yeah, gear I wise at, i
1: haven't even looked at his gear it, it is expensive oh,
0: it's 450 carbs because he's a tank i think another four or five hundred kairos like he is he is not an easy gear i mean he's nasty so he's worth it but he is not like you're not just going to stumble into get him getting him to gear 13
1: right okay well that's that's discouraging so thank you for that (laughs) i'm Um, here to help you
0: (laughs) on july 4th you're welcome (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) we're here to help (laughs)
0: yeah
1: (laughs) please try not to resist (laughs)
0: um yeah it's um he god i that's that's gonna be rough um well not to mention what's that I mean, it's going to be rough for everyone because he really is that type of type of gear
1: yeah i'm, I'm not not looking for i mean i'm so the, there's this phenomenon here which i i actually i don't i don't really care that much but and maybe i mentioned it in this bit or on on this platform as well so people complain left and right up right and center about about um the all of the all of all of the things the CG does, uh, you yeah. know, like they 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 hate the CG, released Grand Inquisitor the way he is, and that this event sucks, as they say, and. Uh, you know, that datacrons are bad and that datacrons are too good. And like, there's there's so many, so many different aspects here. And a lot of them have validity and everything, uh, you know, community likes to make sure their voice is known. The one thing I've never heard the communities tell us that CG was evil for though. And I think it's so bizarre is the gear requirements for characters. The only time they ever said anything bad about it was the Padme event way back in the day when, yeah. when they you know like they had just released Kyrotech and they were they were like Kyrotechs here to relieve other bottlenecks and and then the <laughs> bot and then Padme's they're like hey have like go ahead and spend both both the core gear stuff and the Kyrotech yeah. like screw you guys like and so the community got mad but otherwise I haven't heard like people are just like oh okay i guess i guess i'm okay with you know just like this terrible gearing requirement i've never heard people like people don't complain about that they'll they'll be like oh yeah bad batch very expensive to get up and running you know they they're a high investment squad they're not cheap but they're not like stupid cg like screw you cg (laughs) well you
0: know the the most quote unquote evil and you know evil in quotation marks because it's not actually evil but the biggest thing that cg does is they like to drain your resources and then give you something high intensive on resources um right back to back and that's that is like the single roughest thing that they can do right because it's like oh you know yay i just got this character boom here's an announcement like, when Malgus comes and eats up all your carbs in Kairos, you know that there's going to be an announcement of something else. Like In oh, yeah. three three and a half weeks, because we're going to unlock Malgus in three weeks. Three and a half weeks, we're going to have an announcement for something.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, if we don't get the profundity announced soon, I, I'll be very shocked. Like, I, I don't know if that's the next big thing, but it's probably going to be the next big thing it would be my guess
0: yeah that or the next gl um yeah because i've I've been hearing rumors since may about the next gl and so it's a bit fun
1: the beta program disappears and suddenly we have rumors and we don't know if they're like we don't have someone we can just be like hey is this true and the beta (laughs) testers are like well i can't talk about that you're like oh it's true or they're like no that's not true you're like oh it's not true right well Um, it it wasn't it wasn't perfectly like that and and it wasn't i don't know yeah i was actually very impressed with those guys how the how how a lot of them were able to just you know keep their mouths closed about things they wanted to talk
0: about but what are you saying uh well we have um you know (laughs) somebody uh, basically said that the next gl which was going to be gl java is getting announced by the end of june we're now july 4th um and so that that rumor is just like spinning and spinning around and
1: i'm gonna start rumors now
0: (laughs) except for the person that it came from was usually on the reliable side like it's not you know it's not the Discord post where like the name is cut off and you're just reading a picture of a block of chat, and so I found it really weird that this rumor started and now, I, I mean, it didn't come, but you know, I wonder—is it delayed? Is it real? Who knows? Who knows?
1: Yeah, I just wonder how how anyone knows, right. I guess is my main thing. Like uh like these these rumors I I'm like no no one's telling me this stuff like if, if the only people who would be telling me this stuff would be like the only people who would actually know would be developers would be my thought. Right. But uh, whatever. I'm just it's just an interesting thing. Like because because the beta program's gone now, we're hearing rumors, and I don't, I don't know where the rumors would come from. That's all. I, <laughs> so you're like, you have a reliable, so like, I'm not asking you to divulge how they would know, but I just that that's the first thing that comes to my mind is like, how would they yeah. know? Even if they've been reliable in the past, like, it, unless CG has told them specifically, like, you know what? What if do they, they know that I don't? How, how do they? Have an inside source.
0: Yeah, well, so we'll we'll see we'll see if it comes. I mean, that's the only thing you can do, right? Like sure. when remember the the leak the leak last November, and it's like the Ravagers coming by February. Well, I'm looking at the calendar right now. The calendar said the Ravager should have been here five months. <laughs> um, right. So.
1: Oh, yeah, it's, well, we'll, yeah, we'll just have to see. I, I mean, I, I I say this stuff because I am skeptical, but I, I wouldn't mind GL Jabba. I know you that's not something you want, but I, I would be down yeah. with it. I think if they did it right, it would be cool.
0: I, yeah, I don't, I don't think Jabba is a GL, but, you know, whatever. If he comes, I'll enjoy him and I'll play with him. Like, that's, you know. how it
1: goes at the end of the day yeah like i just it's star wars and if they it's star wars plus it's you know if as long as they get have good rules for them i'm good with it
0: right right as long as the kit is good that that's what i'm most concerned about um yeah we'll see um yeah who knows who knows
1: I certainly uh, don't. I don't know much.
0: Yeah, I I wake up and have people tell me stuff and I hope it's true. That's that's basically how this game goes for me. Go. Like, oh, this sounds good. Let's hope it's true. Um yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. I
1: agree.
0: So, well, the last thing I wanted to ask you about is everybody knows the big data you know, the the rays, the JMKs, even the Lord Vader. Um just f- destroying people. Um, have you found any smaller teams that were truly made like much better by Datacrons?
1: Smaller teams that were made much better than by Datacrons. I mean, by,
0: by smaller, I mean like B teams, you know, not, not like the GLs.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know if gas counts. He's he's not a GL certainly, but I mean he's he can kind of beat some of them sometimes. Uh, you know he's like yeah. kind of in a way he's kind of in the conversation. But I mean that the stun cron for him is pretty good, I think. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I'll, I'll tell you what the Grand Inquisitor team with like if, with high relics and everything, um, Grand Inquisitor team with high relics and a really good data cron just just pretty much laid me out like I in one of my matches just uh, I was watching the video of it again like General Grievous walked in everyone's like oh yeah like this just destroys Inquisitors and I think normally it, it just does um, uh, Inquisitors on defense but I, I couldn't beat it I I yeah. killed two characters including Grand Inquisitor but you know this was against like a relic nine grand inquisitor, relic nine ninth sister, all of the you know, relic seven was the lowest, and I think there's only one of them at relic seven, so uh, it was good. And oh, dear lord, like relic seven or sorry, relic nine ninth sister with set relic seven or relic eight ninth. Uh, you get all these numbers mixed up, but having <laughs> having seventh sister, the he- healing sister, heal the relic nine. Uh, ninth sister the tank right. sister um holy balls like it, like i was watching my video of it last time and i got i got ninth sister down to to like almost red like four different times and <laughs> and seventh sister healed full just all the way up and ninth sister's like
0: hey i'm back i'm, I'm good <laughs> yeah um the the oh, God. i mean this team everybody's kind of sleeping on them because they don't... I think it's because they don't want them to be good. But... <laughs> Funny other like, tricks, yeah. they're consistently beating gas now. Like You have to... It's kind of heavy modding that you have to do because you want Grand Inquisitor to go before their wrecks, which you need them. So you need them to be fast. And you have to remember that Grand Inquisitor Elite is but it's like a 50-50 uh, speed swing between Grin Quizzer and the team getting 25 speed, and then the gas team losing 25 speed. Um, but I mean, this team is consistently beating gas down. Like, it, no questions about it. And so this team is good. And I think a lot of people are sleeping on it because they're like, oh, it's the Inquisitors. That This isn't a good team. They've sucked for the last month and a half before Grand Inquisitor was added into the game. So clearly, adding the Legendary is going to make them suck as well.
1: Yeah, I would be interested to know what the... Uh, I, I would be interested to know what <clears throat> what at, at the end of the day, like how... I'm sorry, I just got distracted for a sec. Um, the doing this in the middle of the day has has its distractions. <laughs> um so I I would be interested to know like if if inquisitors can actually beat the uh like stun cron
0: from what I hear they are because grand inquisitor opens up with a um AOE ability block. Yeah. Sure. Um, And then, I mean, then what happens, by then, Ninth Sister is taunting, and Ninth Sister doesn't take a couple turns because she stays stunned, but the rest of the Inquisitors, like, just wreak havoc uh, because Gas is a Jedi, and Grand Inquisitor is built to destroy Jedi, and, you know, it goes from there.
1: Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes long term. Um, I, so I feel like the stun thing is a little bit overpowered for how accessible it is. Like it, it is incredibly easy to get. Like it's, it's. I don't know if they, if they put certain levels of uh, availability to um, on these different things. Like it's, oh yeah, that's a rare one. Who that, that that was tough to roll. Good job, or if it's all just like straight chance exactly the same chance to get one thing uh, as opposed to the other i i don't know i do know that i see them all the damn time everyone has them and (laughs) i I don't know like
0: everybody has them because of where we're fighting um because you can do guild searches now for datacrons and um it's not. It's not as widely prevalent as we see.
1: Okay. I mean, I have one on on my alt too. It's pretty fancy of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is, but it, it. I mean, it's common. It's common where we are. Um. I mean, even in my guild, like we don't have fifty of them for gas. And you know, I'm in what, a top four Territory War Guild? Um, so, I, it's, we're going to see it at the top. You're not going to see, like, not everybody is seeing it. I mean, hell, my gas doesn't even have it. Okay. Um, because my Ayla has one, and my Jedi Master Kenobi has one, and I had to re-roll, I had to re-roll Kenobi, like, four times to get it. And that that was after I was already it was already a Kenobi one, so it was guaranteed to only be Galactic Republic. Um, but it is it is I mean that is a filthy one, especially if you can pair it with the thirty percent boosted potency for every enemy without four debuffs, because then Gas is guaranteed to get his days, even if. He doesn't use it. Or he's gonna stun one whoever he targets. But like if he targets, say you try to take CLS, don't try and take CLS against the steam Like let's just say he targets CLS and you know he's immune to stun. Guest still is going to daze both Wookiees and 3PO, no matter no matter how you have him modded. That's fair. Um but yeah, that that one is definitely super OP Um, stacking offense on dash teams just also super, super OP. I think less people realize that one, but stacking offense on dash, they start with two buffs. And so you start with them just already stacking offense. I uh, I literally just watched Tass before before the stream started and his Treya team, which is full R7 with an R seven Barris, just melted to a dash team. I mean like just dead. Um because the stacking offense when your team gives out a ton of buffs, scary. Like just just straight scary.
1: I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah (laughs) there's there's just some really scary things out there and i don't know if it's what how do you feel about the overall like it, it feels like they're just kind of throwing balance to the wind a little bit what do you what do you
0: think i i i think it feels that way because we only have one set now like these are things that are designed to have three running at a time and it is, I, I so I think we're not we're not in the thick of it right now um, because next set, so you know this gas stun one is all scary at the moment. Next set for rebels, every time they're stunned, they gain twenty five percent health and protection and turn meter fifty percent turn meter. Um, that may just swing it back, you know, or. Legitimately, right. Mon Mothma next next session might be able to beat Gas. So right now, we're kind of in this vacuum where we only have one set and we mm-hmm. don't see it all working together. I, I think August is going to be when we, we finally see if they're truly balanced or not. Um, I will say, like Jedi Master Kenobi, everybody coming into... Like set one was like, why did they have to make Jedi Master Kenobi super OP like that? That's not balanced at all, and they did make him really strong. But now, Ray destroys Jedi Master Kenobi if she has the quad ult um, and the right team. Lord uh, JML with Ayla destroys Jedi Master Kenobi with Cat. Um, Lord Vader with Maul and a couple of scrubs and the right Datacron also destroys Jedi Master Kenobi. Like, they actually opened up a lot of the counters to Kenobi. Granted, they're not off-meta counters, but they actually opened up the top end of the meta at the same time. So I I think, I think it's too early to determine balance. Now, we might get to August and say, well, this is freaking awful. Um, so I'm not saying it's a perfect system, but I think right now it's hard to judge after only two weeks.
1: That's fair. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just curious. Like, yeah, it it feels it feels certain ways. That doesn't mean it's true. I think that that's that's the message that I'll you know I try to I try to deliver to a lot of people. And but I mean I'm still susceptible to it too. So I, I just sure. I keep but keeping that perspective of just because it feels overpowered and broken and ridiculous and stupid like that. I don't blame you for feeling that way. It it feels awful, and you know sometimes it really can. I, I do right. think I do think that keeping the perspective sometimes of just um, the just the idea that <clears throat> that something uh, just because you feel that way doesn't mean it's always true. Like so, sometimes it might be true, but like ha- having how you feel about it you know being separate in your mind to how how it you know like actually evaluating it for the you know in terms of how you actually you know how how, the, how it really is I, I think so right. for me for me like I I've been slowly slowly coming around to the idea of, that maybe crons aren't aren't the most awful but I still feel <laughs> I still feel pretty bad about them sometimes I'm still like geez I like that I mean because at the end of the day, it does change the game dramatically. It like, does. I, I don't oh, think, absolutely. I don't think you can deny that. And so yeah. uh, like the the old man, you know, yelling at kids to get off their their his lawn <laughs> side of me is still just like, what the hell, Datacrons? Like, what are you yeah. doing?
0: <laughs> Abe Simpson yelling at the clouds.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> <That's>, yep. <yeah. laughs> and
0: and that's that's fair. Um the and that, you know is definitely not to say complaints aren't valid, but I think one of the very valid complaints about these is this isn't the game I've known for six years and I liked the game as it was type of situation. Um, You know, uh, because it is like you said, it's changing how the game is going to be played. I am for these two weeks, I've had fun with it. Uh, not not the grinding conquest part, but like I've had fun with it these two weeks. So for me, it's it's fine that it changed. But there's some people out there that this isn't the game they signed up for, and I I completely completely understand that as well. Um, you know, we'll we'll see. I I'm enjoying them now. In August, that's when I'm going to truly truly decide how. I feel about them because also I do think that we see the sets extended because um, CG, I mean, CG hinted at it, right? They, they even said in their post, we think that one month is a little short, but we, we want to see multiple sets interact at once. That's why we're doing it at one month. So I think, I, I think that we're going to see some changes to Datacron's, and the system we have, it's just a question of what are the changes in two months or so. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: I, I think that's that's de- definitely. I mean, they're going to do changes. I, I I think one thing that I mean, I keep hearing over and over again, like this. This is more of a of a comment lately, and I I tend to agree with this. Like instead of just I think all the people who hate Datacrons, who just loathe them, not all of them have quit, not all of them have uh, ever done talking about them, but I feel like the biggest complaint I've seen shifted toward it, and frankly, I mean, this, it can feel really frustrating, is like the OP ness of of some of these Galactic Legend Datacrons, like making some of these Galactic Legends just so obnoxious, like the extra damage on Ray thing, like, like, what (laughs) how do you (laughs) how do you do that how can how can you actually get around that i i don't really even know like some of them i'm just like if i didn't have a full roster with all of the different tools available to me i would just be screwed and even even so like facing the one with the crazy extra damage modifier for ray yeah uh, is it's just scary man
0: well i mean you know that they did that 100% Because Ray is the second least had GL, right? Um this is, I think this is what we're going to start to see behind the scenes of okay, people, we want to show people that they should invest in the entire game. Let's make it big. Let's make it good. Like we saw that. I mean, we see that with Omicrons, right? And it's the same idea, or like the, or like Mon Mothma are now radish like the turd polishers. Like that's that's what they like to do in releasing characters or Omicron. So it makes sense that they would do that with Datacrons as well. Just people aren't investing in it. Let's give them a reason.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, my alt is like, oh, that would be cool to have Ray. Oh, I have almost none of the requirements worked on so far. <laughs> I guess not.
0: Right, right. Um, and one of the podcast questions actually it's, this is probably a good part to, if I can, my mouse wakes up and I can switch to it. Uh, a good part to talk about that is, um, do you think players should adjust their farming or gearing plans for data crons, considering that they're temporary? So, um, and the, the question was much longer than that. Uh, but, you know, These Datacrons, even not for level nine, but like for level three, like Lord Vader's made really good by a level three. So would you adjust how you're gearing and farming, knowing that Datacrons are going to start making multiple teams really good, even with lower investments?
1: I don't know. Not really, because it's going to be unpredictable. Uh, I mean, we have to see it, It's really hard for me to wrap my mind around like to conceptualize a world with three seasons worth of datacrons. Yeah. Out there. Like it it just it's going to be yeah, yeah it's tough for me to, to wrap my mind around that this idea. But um <clears throat> but otherwise, uh yeah, it's
0: yeah. I I think the datacrons for me just tell me that you should go for six GLs at <laughs> first like sure. that that's honestly what it tells me because if they continue with this the GL is always going to have a good data cron um so it's kind of it, it it doesn't necessarily I wouldn't change how I'm farming or you know how I'm gearing stuff up except mm-hmm. that I think there's more motivation now to hit the GLs or even, or like the mini GLs. Like I consider Starkiller a mini GL, basically. Because um, now in, but he's ridiculously OP in both PvP game modes. So like, if you're asking me, well, before I go for Lord Vader, should I go for Killer? The answer is, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I, I think Datacron's, just mean rush the gls uh granted with my alt that's how i kind of did it before datacrons as well is i got my sixth gl and then i was going for starkiller before i gave it up so i I don't know if that changed anything for me that's how i did it anyway
1: yeah it's an interesting thing like Yeah, I don't really know what to think of, of all of this. So, uh, one thing I, I keep thinking is these Datacrons are making some of these these mixed teams worse. Like like Starkiller teams, it's just like well, half your team can't use this. They can use uh, the stats, I guess, but they can't use the full like all the abilities. Yeah. I, it, it uh, devalues Star Killer to some degree, but it's just the structure of Datacrons does. I,
0: I mean it does, but it also it, it bounty hunters, I see it more like because Starkiller, you put the the cooldown reduction on them with added potency, and that team is fine. Uh bounty hunters though, you 100 percent see it there because <coughs> grief and mando are light side. <laughs> Like, so I, I yeah, it, it's, which kind of, kind of sucks. Like, do you give stacking offense to Fennec or do you give um, something to the light side characters? Because uh, OG Band, uh, Mando, like, does work. Like, how, how do you pick a Datacron for that team? Or next set, one of the Datacrons is light side allies get 25% turn meter. Well, that's not that's not good <laughs> for that bounty hunter team, obviously. Uh, and the other okay. the other four level threes just kind of seem mess. So, yeah, I, I do agree that these light side or these mixed teams are going to suffer the most from this.
1: Right, and yet CG seems like they're like that's what they're kind of pushing in a way. Are, yeah. are these mixed teams?
0: Yeah, I mean, in the past year, we've gotten Star Killer and. Fennec was Fennec last year. I mean, I I guess it's longer than that, but um, yeah. I I mean, they certainly aren't hiding from them or trying to keep them away. You know, they're, they're, they're making us (laughs) use them. So it's interesting. Um, Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I I don't know what. So you and I have rarely come into a situation where it's uh, it's been you know uh, like negative for our main accounts. But I also I think I think one of the ma- major gripes people have about Datacrons too is you can't use them hardly on any squads. Like I relic three across everything. Like my alt account is like, well, I have a relic two Jolie, so I guess screw me.
0: Right, like, right. Well, and that's that. We we kind of talked about this before we went on the air. Of uh, a lot of the complaints are coming from an area that don't get to use many of these. Um, right. You know, I, and I don't. I honestly don't know how I feel about it. Um, I can tell you, I just got my Plo Koon up to R five, so I can use him on a. Uh, an Ayla or a Jedi Master Kenobi team, which I wasn't planning on getting an R five Clo, um, but I don't I don't know how I feel about that because sometimes content is just meant for the end game, like Lord Vader. Uh, the The people that say he sucks that have him as less than the sixth GL. It's because Lord Vader is very much an end game GL, right? Like, he wants R9. He wants R9s on his team. And he's not really made for the people at 4 million GP. So I, I don't know how I feel about lower GP people not being able to use all these. Um, I just – I don't know because I don't <laughs> – I don't live in that world right now. So
1: – Oh, I'm, I
0: guess – I
1: guess the thing is it just gives you and I more tools against these, against people with lower level accounts. Fair. Like like, not, not that these lower, like 4 million is ever going to really challenge what what we're at right now. Like that, That would be unrealistic to the extreme. And I think that most people would agree. I do think though that someone who is highly skilled and is able to get a lot out of their teams and wants to punch up a lot, like they're gonna hit a, yeah. a huge wall of datacrons at some point And they're that like they're like, well I can't even use those. Like those are stats I don't have access to right now. And you know, like relic three, I, I don't I don't know exactly how I feel about it. I just it's something that I've been looking at more and more because initially I was like yeah but you're not gonna want to use them that much. Like who who cares? It's right. not gonna be that relevant to you. But like my alt has more and more datacrons than i can use i just i don't have teams i don't have the teams to do it like all my teams are all just super low relic and and star killers the star killer farm is like hey um go ahead and not relic anything ever again yeah because because you're farming cantina but anyways it's just something something that i've been paying more attention to lately um but but yeah so uh yeah anyways we can probably move on
0: uh well i mean we're we kind of started in the podcast questions and are you surprised that there's more about datacrons
1: (laughs) i mean Um, but now the grand inquisitor stuff is mostly died down yeah i think that's that's the that's going to be the thing for a long time
0: yeah so do you think datacrons would be better received if they just stopped at level six um Uh,
1: that's a great question yeah yeah i think they'd have been better received whether or not that would be preferable overall is another question i mean yeah i i think i think it's too yeah i think i think they would have been way better received and frankly i think it might have been wiser for them to do that and then eventually roll out the god level datacrons but right right now it just feels like too much it's like hey some people have a couple level three datacrons and some people have five level nines and and i know that the level of investment like that it's also this the same as like some people unlocked a marquee character and and some some of them didn't even actually click the unlock button looking at you tilo (laughs) Um, and some people are and some some people you have him immediately this new marquee character immediately relic nine of course there's no comparison like but, but at the same time it just yeah. looks like too much you're just like wow you can do that that is crazy <laughs> and i will never have access to it
0: yeah yeah I, I mean that's fair i i so i i before i went to law school i was actually a teaching major and one of the things they they taught me one of the introductory teaching classes when I was in college was, remember, when you set rules in a classroom, it's always easier to go harder and relax the rules than have relaxed rules and increase them, right? And the same is kind of true in this game. So it's easier for them to have something super, like super OP, and then tone it down a little bit, as it would be, I think if they... Only had sixes and a bunch of people spent their investment getting a bunch of sixes. And then a month later they've released nines. And all the people that spent and invested in all their sixes are like, well, this entire month was basically a big FU. All my investments are now invalidated by nines. I think I think it's honestly better to test this way than it is to test lower um with that said i do think it would have been better received by people so i don't know if there's a right answer like i think i think they did it the right way but also it's like the old biting off your nose to spite your face type of situation
1: right oh and that's that's why i say i don't know if it's like better for for the game for you know like if it would have been a better strategy but if if you want to go as, as far as better received like Level six would have felt a lot more approachable. And I think that there's an okay argument right now. At least it's worth discussing and t- and paying attention to. Um, just the idea that maybe it, you know, maybe we should only have level six. Like maybe that <laughs> that's the limit that we should go to. Like I, I'm I i do not think that they'll ever do that, frankly. I think I that don't. level I think level nine's just gonna be a thing. Um but yeah. I think it's worth worth maybe thinking about.
0: It is, but I also think that level nine is not going... It's not just about GLs. Like, the Ayla Datacron, I would put as better than the Jedi Master Kenobi one, quite frankly.
1: Um, oh, but... But it... <laughs> okay, so you're right. And
0: I, I know that means that the team needs to be R5. Like, I get that. Um, but so, so does level six.
1: No, uh, so but that's the thing. The Ala one is a Galactic Legend one because put, put her on a Padme team and see if that's just OP.
0: I mean, honestly, I think next set, I'm planning on putting her on a Qui-Gon team and it's, I mean, it might not be beating Jedi Master Kenobi, but like next set is Jedi Knight Luke who is going to get to take three turns in a row when he takes his first turn. Um, and Mon Mothma is going to have it. Like, I, I think that this first one was just them kind of saying, yeah, we're going to give it to the GLs to test it out because this is their test. And no matter what people are going to say about, you know, Oh, don't you beta test your game one hour out in the wild is like 400,000 hours of testing, as opposed to what you can do beta testing. Um, but next next set, I honestly think Jedi Knight Luke and CLS and Mon Mothma are better than the GL one. Hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, well, we'll we'll just have to see. I'm I'm interested to see what kind of madness CLS is going to be getting up to.
0: Yeah. Um. And the other thing to note is they're never going to get rid of R nine because, quite frankly, that's that's what people spend on. It's like that's where the spending is happening is R nine, uh, because R six you you could easily get three to four R or levels not R's you know level whatever it's called you <clears throat> could easily get three to four level sixes free to play just from buying stuff and like shard shop in the store and grinding conquest. Right, and speaking of CLS, there's chill. <laughs> oh gosh
1: yeah god uh, mode chill here yeah, yeah.
0: but so yeah. <laughs> I, I, and i i do think like people say that cg doesn't listen to us if you remember when galactic challenges like the galactic challenges we have now are nothing nothing like when they were first released like cg made a ton of changes after experimenting in public um well
1: And you're right about that. I mean, I think the evidence of them listening and paying attention to what the community says, I think that that the the evidence for that is is overwhelming. Like, there's there's no doubt in my mind that they do listen and pay attention.
0: They they might not always give people what they want, but they do listen. Because at the end of the day, quite frankly, this is a business, and if they're losing money changes happen like they they literally <clears throat> have people on staff that stare at numbers and spreadsheets all day that say huh our, our time and game dropped by 20 minutes this past week um something needs to change so that that's fixed and it'll be fixed and that's i mean that's kind of the cynical way of how they listen to the community but trust me when i say they listen to that like they they are going to listen to those numbers
1: Uh, well they'll listen to the numbers right
0: yeah and if the community is saying we want x y and z and the numbers say huh maybe they do want x y and z they listen to the community Uh, like sandbox mode i want sandbox mode but it's never coming because there's no money involved in the sandbox mode right like, it'd be great to play with for us. It'd also be miserable, though, if my opponent got to test every single team in sandbox mode. Like, I, I, I also wouldn't enjoy that. Uh, I would enjoy using it if my opponents couldn't. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> and so, Olive's brought up in our chat that light side territorial battles GAC and Conquest at the same time are miserable. And they literally designed Conquest for the first week of Conquest to fall in the off week. Like, that's why they did this schedule change, was to put the first week of Conquest in the GAC off week. From now on, that's, that's how it's going to be. So, like, that's another thing that they listened to people on. Um, unfortunately, Light Side Territory battles is just still there, but, you yeah. know, it's more, it's, it's more manageable. At least, um, tiny bit,
1: yeah. It would have been a lot better to have it during territory wars, my opinion.
0: Uh, yes. Well, I guess
1: it is. I guess it is during territory. I would have rather. Oh, whatever. I don't. I don't do quibble too much. Just um, as long as like say territory battles isn't at the same time as uh, isn't at the same time as JAC isn't at and and isn't at the same time as right. You know, I, yeah. I just don't need Death Week. That's that's what I don't need right. in my life.
0: I think Lightside territory battles is no longer going to line up with <clears throat> GAC or like the majority of it because it's six days. It might it might there might be a little bit of crossover, but there's I think the purpose of this was that it doesn't line up with GAC anymore. Fair. Um. Uh. All right, last datacron question, and then we can veer off. And this is, I like it's interesting and a horrible idea. Um, now that datacrons are used in squad arena, do you see CG adding some other new rewards back to squad arena to increase the importance of datacrons?
1: I'll let you answer first. I mean uh, I-
0: yeah, I don't think they're going to. Um, I think they put datacrons it this is another instance of them at least partially listening to the community, because when Omicrons came out, all people wanted were a chance to test the Omicrons. And so they didn't give us that, but they're like, Hey, squad arena means nothing. Go test these data grounds and squad arena. Have fun. I th- I, that's all I think it was. Um, and th- I, I think that because they flat out said it. So I don't think, in the near future, anything's coming to squad arena.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's anything for squad arena. Yeah. It's um, <clears throat> yeah. I, I just don't think, I don't think we're, uh, anything. Um, I, I think that I'm, I'm glad that they kept it around for, you know, like we can actually do a little bit of testing and they kind of reintroduced the testing to it, but yeah, gosh, I mean, I actually think that if they added rewards to Arena, they would actually piss people off more because now people who don't want to engage in Datacrons are like, well, I can still play in GAC and still, you know, like get most of my Crystals. But if you go into Datacron or if you go into Arena and you're like, well, I don't have Datacrons, but I want to climb to the top. It's suddenly like, well, it doesn't matter that you have the best Galactic Legend. Now you also need to have the best, uh, you need the best team. Right. Uh, otherwise like um uh, you need the best data cron as well so like i know that someone was telling me how people in his uh, arena shard were getting all pissed because they couldn't beat him at the top spot and he was like i seriously can't believe that people actually care about it anymore like i, I moved my i moved my <laughs> right. team but everyone is getting all bent out of shape that they couldn't beat him at number one yeah and i just i don't think that that's uh yeah i don't think that's uh, it's gonna be a thing so
0: yeah, I, I don't think it's it's coming. Um, I think this was just them saying, yeah, go go test. Like, good luck. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, Next, the next question here is, um, I have the ALA Datacron, and I'm using it with JML right now. JML Datacron is coming soon. Which do you think will be better? And actually, I can I pulled up the um road ahead. Give me a second and I can tell people what the JML one is, just in case they don't know it. So the Ayla Datacron is she gets a bonus turn on stun, and it is destroying Jedi Master Kenobi and Lord Vader teams. Like even even with the nasty Datacrons. Uh, the Jedi Master Luke one is the good one because he has three, much like the current ones. the The likely good one is whenever a Jedi ally gains a stack of Jedi lessons, that ally gains twenty five percent turn meter and deals fifty percent more damage, stacking up to one hundred fifty percent until the end of the battle. Nice. So, definitely a filthy, filthy datacron, but. Do you think that's going to be better than Ayla just running around stunning everybody and winning? I
1: I mean it's hard to imagine something better than the the Ayla one, but, right. but also that the Ayla one is also limited because I mean there, there are certain Datacrons also that just like some of the things that some of the things that some of them can do it that's going to be yeah I don't I don't know the Ayla yeah. one's good. I'll be interested to see if it's if it's going to hold up though. I mean, it also depends on the priority level of the other Datacrons that are going to be coming out. Um, sure. You know, because if you're like, well, okay, I, I could make Jedi Master Luke OP with with his with his datacron, but he's already OP with with Ayla. i I think maybe it's better to just skip him, and uh, because you are, you already have an OP team with with a pretty minimal yeah. advancement. Uh, to be able to use him to take out most Galactic Legends. May- maybe it's like, well, I- I'd rather have, like, CLS looks like he'll beat a, a lot of Galactic Legends now. I-, I don't know if he will, but, um, you know, just as an example like that, and, you know, the other ones that you could potentially get, maybe that's going to be a better idea.
0: Yeah, I am, so I have the Aayla one as well. Next set, I am 100% chasing the Jedi Knight Luke one first. Um. And then if the Jedi Master Luke one seems like super-duper OP, cool. Uh, Maybe I'll chase that as well. But Jedi Knight Luke, it's... So Jedi Knight Luke is whenever he uses special ability, he gains a bonus turn. Um, So, Zareth, you should be happy that now he's going to be super-OP in 3v3 defense again. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I know. That (laughs) used
1: to be my thing. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
0: But, I mean, that just sounds disgusting so he's gonna somebody fast whether it's shock or hoda opens up with the lead ability Mm -hmm. that gives luke a bonus turn then luke is going to stun everybody and then get another bonus turn then he's going to use his middle ability and then get another bonus turn and then he's like oh crap i guess i need the basic now everybody else can go at this point um, like that's that's just straight up filth.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I, I mean, to yeah. some degree at least, we'll we'll see how annoying it is when it, when it's done to me. But
0: yeah, but yeah. Um. So there's. I, if you have Ayla, I wouldn't go after Jedi Master Luke first. If you don't have Jedi Master Luke, I would probably 100% go after him first. Um. But if you already have Ayla, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go after him immediately.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably fair.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, uh, if Malagus kicks Sith Empire trooper, because now the, the Malgus questions are going to start. Um, if Malgus kicks Sith Empire trooper out of the sith empire team where then do you use sith empire trooper and would you swap him from protection primaries to health if he's going with treya oh
1: that's it's a good question um oh yeah i I don't know like treya Treya is a great location for him frankly i don't i don't have any issues with him going with her uh it's kind of nice that to have the, just the idea of having him available. Um but you know, I don't know if I'd switch to health. I, I I might. I guess it just depends on how likely he is to go with her. Uh also uh you know maybe see the eternal as well. We like you'd have to look yeah. at who he's gonna go with. But but yeah, like for the most part, I I do think I do think the idea of him moving to you know you got to mod him for the team he's on, and Treya right. doesn't care about him having a lot of protection usually. So, I mean, I still use him with Treya to good effect, so I guess there's also that. So,
0: yeah, I um, I mean, right now I'm using Gar with my Sith Empire or Sith, em- Sith Emperor um, Palp. so he'd probably move to my C team, but I, I have used the Montrea before. I'll probably use the Montrea in the future, and I don't know if I would switch him just because if you mod him to all health, you kind of lose the flexibility. But it's not—it's not an awful idea as well.
1: No, oh. I, I mean, the, I guess I have other things to occupy my mind. Like he, he does really respond very well to having a lot of protection, and. And honestly, like, he's he's ridiculously tanky, regardless. I mean, right? Uh, depending on how much investment, I guess. I keep thinking all the people I face keep having like Relic Nine sets, and and I'm like, well, that that would make me sad to see them like take all that crazy protection off, just because they're so so annoying to try to get through. But
0: yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, All right. So last podcast question is just, have we ever met in person? And if not, is because we secretly hate each other like Mythbusters. (laughs) Uh, No, we haven't met in person. I can tell you, I have gotten on a plane once in the last three years and it was for a work conference. So (laughs) uh, I have not traveled much at all in the last three years. So it's not because I, you know, I'm hoping Zareth suffers or something. It's I just haven't traveled.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I've, I've traveled maybe a little bit more, but that's mostly just to see family and right. And yeah, um, yeah, I haven't. Do we secretly did the did the people on Mythbusters Myth, Mythbusters actually hate each other? It's really oh yeah, no,
0: it's it's pretty well documented now. There's some fun YouTube videos out there. They legitimately hated each other
1: but they like still have a good rapport on camera
0: well yeah yeah they, they put on they put on their game faces
1: well, i mean you're making that much money as well
0: you right know. right why gonna lose your career because you don't like the other person that didn't yeah. seem fun
1: i know yeah i mean you and i make so much money like that's the only reason we can stand <laughs> <Right>. each other <laughs> yeah right
0: <laughs> uh, oh, oh man i wish uh, <laughs> all right so uh real quick we should probably wrap up soon because it is yeah, july 4th um yep. what uh, do you want to just do a like a quick run through on how your week went and then we can you know wrap it up that way
1: sure yeah uh so my first one is against a guy who was apparently a cheater he, he was his account was way smaller than mine uh, maybe not he's still in the realm of possibility to like maybe he could punch up to that level but uh yeah, he's kind of an efficiency player, but apparently he's just a cheater. And um, so, but he's like a tactical cheater. And so when he, uh, he just, he dropped a a fight and lost to me. And I I think that was more just like, well, I'm not, you know, people are going to notice if I beat this team with the garbage that I have available. So I'm I'm going to, you know, but it's pretty clear that he was a cheater looking at his history. So I got the win there though, which is, I mean, it's just stressful. It's like, uh, it's just like, well, it's out of my hands if, he, if he's going to win or not, at least on a technical, like, as far as the game is concerned, because he could choose to beat me at any point because he's got the APK that, that he could use. Um, So, you know, it's a little stressful. So glad, glad I glad he allowed me. They, thank you for being so magnanimous and generous in letting me win, Mr. <laughs> Cheater. Um Round two was against a guy who placed a lot of really good stuff including really good datacrons he had a grand inquisitor datacron uh or or a it was a second sister one but it it made that team so gross and Mm -hmm. um he he failed a lot against me i struggled against him uh a little a little bit too but i didn't struggle quite as much so i ended up getting 40 more banners maybe 39 more um but yeah it was he got like a seventeen hundred, and I got like a seventeen thirty nine or something. None of the scores were pretty. Certainly, nothing like what you put up solo. But um, yeah, and then and then round three, I attacked, I cleared him, I dropped about seventy banners. I only I only actually failed one attack. And that was a timeout against his. Uh, I used Jedi Master Luke to kill Jedi Master Kenobi, and unfortunately, I didn't have Cam available for it. Uh, For that fight and so i lost um so uh oh i just timed out and i otherwise i just dropped 50 other banners because his teams are so strong and difficult to beat um but then he he is uh he's messaged me about you know about my attacks and he's watched my stream and uh so now he's attacking and that'll be fun to find out what the results are because he knew what's you know all the things and um it's hard not to feel bitter about that but at the same time that's the risk i take so i need to just get get over it so oh that's that i'd have no idea if i won or lost my guess is i lose but um hopefully he struggles and hates life the whole time (laughs) basically so
0: uh Hopefully, I concur in that sentiment. Um,
1: yeah, how, how, yeah. Was, how was your week, Solo? Uh,
0: so round one, I was up against Hawkeyes. And for those of you that don't know Hawkeyes, he is sat on one for a very long time. Um, apparently, life has been really busy for him, though. And he told me that he wasn't going to be able to attack. And so he asked me if I wanted him to set anything. And he, so I said, yeah, let's set some dat- Datacrons. And so he set all of them. Um it was actually really fun to see how different datacrons um you know interacted. Like health steel on CLS is filthy. (laughs) Like just I I took in against his CLS and granted his like entire team, his entire board is R8 basically, um or higher. And so I took Aiden in and I was like this is going to work and then it didn't because they kept healing up to full health. So that was interesting. Um and same thing with like health steal on gas. Gas uh the fives kept counterattacking and filling filling up to full health. So that that was fun. But he he flat out told me beforehand to bring everything on offense and so then he ended up finding attack time to attack and uh he ended up not attacking my last fleet and giving me the win because he's like i kind of told you not to put a heavy defense so i would feel bad if i won uh so I, I ended up getting the win that way i'm not gonna complain um then my round two opponent was up against another call patrol guy who had ridiculous mods and a million and a half gp on me and more data and. Uh, I actually, I could have won, but his Lord Vader just destroyed my Supreme Leader Kylo. Um, people that think that that's a 100% counter, it's it's not, especially now with Datacrons in the in the mix. Uh, I've now lost that counter twice. And both times were to call patrol, guys. Go, go figure. Um, and then, so he ended up one shotting. I lost by 24 banners. Um, if I didn't lose that counter, I probably would have won, but you know, that's, that's the risk you take. So I I lost that. And then this round I was up against another call guy and he is very good, but it not called patrol. Thank God. It was caught elite. Um, he's a guy with, over 1.1 million lifetime banners coming before they changed things. So he's a very good player. Uh, I one shot his board. I dropped 24 banners and he went up against my Ray, which was only a level six data crown, it, but it was the turn meter one. And he brought Jedi master Luke and my data crown also has a ton of health steel and tenacity on it. So He didn't let, he never landed any ability blocks. Um, And even with Jedi Master Luke, he ended up timing out against a lone JTR standing there. And so he's technically still attacking, but that's, you know, I only dropped 24 banners and he dropped 20 in one fight. So that should be the good night nurse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nice man. Yeah. So two and one starting next week inside the top 50 and i'll probably hate myself uh i got my five wins for this season though so no matter what i have a winning record and that's
1: i'm Seems good enough. gonna i'm gonna hold
0: on to that um
1: I, I did think i did think it was funny um like you and i uh, in our first round we were yep. like hawkeye's got such a good score against you like like he he decided to pull his punch at the very end but uh yeah. you know because he said he you know he's a he's doing the honorable thing or whatever, but I, right. I did think it was, it was very interesting. Um, you and I were both just basically powerless in, in that round. Yes. Like if our <laughs> opponents decided to beat us, like we would have just both been obliterated. Right. You know? Like we just didn't have any, you know, I, I had the cheater and you had, you had the Hawkeyes right. who cheats with, with mods.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> he, he cheats with being too damn good. Damn it. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, But yeah, yeah, that that is kind of funny. Um, And it's funny, a lot of people that face him basically just do what I did on defense normally. He's like, yeah, half the people cheese me because they, they think they have to clear me. And I would not have done that. My defense, so we talked about it like halfway through the day, probably like two or three hours before lock. And so... That's when he messaged me and said, I can't attack today. Um, so he's like, bring everything on offense because I'll make an interesting stream for you. I'll set everything on defense and you can test things. Uh, and so I actually had three GLs hiding in the back on him. <laughs> uh, and then those, those got pulled off, though, because he told me to bring everything for offense so that we could do stuff on stream, which I appreciated uh, greatly but I would have said a defense that he's, you know, people don't usually sit on him, which would have been funny. He still, he still would have won. I mean, he doesn't just have the account and the mods. He's also a very, very good player.
1: Well, yeah, he's one of those like really dangerous players where it's like, well, like I, I could beat the top account or like the biggest account in the game. I've done that before I beat other really big accounts, but they don't have that yeah. solid fundamental backing that he he just does, you know. Like right. he's Like good player, uh, you know, great player. Even combined with, combined with a crazy account, is is just like, well, <laughs> it, if he chooses to let me win, I will say thank you. <laughs>
0: right. If he chooses to win, he will win. <laughs> like that's right. that's how it goes. Um, yeah. But yeah, so now I'm, I'm entering this week in the top 50. And like I said, I'm going to hate myself.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I started, um, I started in the top 50. Um, started in the top 50 last, uh, but during the 3v3 season. And yeah. gosh, it's just miserable.
0: Yeah. Well, the, so this week's pod was the top 50. And then I went two and one. So I'm even going to jump even higher um, As long as I don't have to fight Aesop, good lord. (laughs) Luckily, he should be in the top eight. Uh, But yeah, all right. Uh, You know, my only update this week was, like I said, flow to R5 because I'm running out of Galactic Republic Jedi. And so I wanted to add him. That way I can have a throwaway tank on Jedi Master Kenobi if needed. uh, Or another Galactic Republic Jedi, on Jedi Master Luke with Ayla. Uh What about you, did you, any, any updates to your roster this week?
1: Not much, not much. Um, I got almost nothing, really. Just just looking at Datacrons, yeah. trying, to, trying to hoard some, you know, resupply my stuff. Um, I can't think of anything I've really done on my account, really, I, you know, sometimes you just have a building week. And this is basically yeah. yeah, it. I got I got Relic Nine on or oh yeah, I put Relic Nine on Sith Eternal finally. I, I did do that because he's just more and more relevant.
0: Yeah, that, that's fair. I mean that's not yeah. And next next season, heading into 3v3 where light side allies are gonna have 25 percent bonus turn meter. I, I think we're going to see a lot more use of the Eternal next season as well with the new Datacrons coming out. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, all right. So that's, that's, probably, that's probably enough for us today. Um, thank you. Thank you everybody for joining on this Independence Day if you're American. Um, I hope everyone has a good day and does not do any irreparable harm with fireworks to themselves or <laughs> others. Uh, i hope you enjoy the fireworks and yeah thanks thanks for joining guys agreed guys don't be dicks and remember that evil sucks